tell me where in the world is crime in San Diego. So welcome to a bonus Q&A of where in the world is crime in San Diego. So first of all, thank you guys so (laughs) much for the amount of support we get. We could not do this without you, like literally. And we thought it'd be fun to do this once every couple months just to kind of pop in, check in and like. Yeah, because definitely we have, you know, we have new followers, new listeners and, uh, you know. There's always a lot of those DM, uh, you know, responses that we have. I guess we call it our usuals, I guess now. And, you know, with uh, with Maya, we had a lot of popularity grow. So we felt like this was the perfect time to uh, reintroduce ourselves and uh, explain who we are and what we're doing here. Um, so I'll go first, Angie. So my name's Adrian, uh, North County, Oceanside, born and raised. And, um, you know... I am a little bit of a of a crime junkie, but Angie is more. She's the one that introduced me to crime junkie status, and I love it. I, I just I'm fascinated with the whole aspect of that. Something happened in my city. Something happened on my daily routine area. So that's Adrian's what, more about location. Yes, like that's what hooks in when you're like, this happened a block away from your house. It's like I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I'm more on the psychology or like those pretzels we like to call them, like twists and turns. Mm-hmm, the pretzels. Those like gassy moments where you're like, oh, that, that's what hooks me to most stories. For those that are new, welcome. My name is Angie. I have been a crime junkie for at least the last four to five years that I can remember. But I think always since childhood, I just kind of paid attention to danger around me. Always been a little bit like a phobia of mine, you know, getting kidnapped. Well, then again, you're a woman, so it's like kind of like your intuition, you know, that's always kind of there. Well, even as a kid, my mom would say like, oh, don't worry. If somebody were to kidnap you, you talk so much, they would bring you right back. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, look at that. Now it's now it's paying off. <laughs> full full circle. <laughs> but Definitely. No, and, and then um, we do something a little more different here where we base our stories off of what's happening in San Diego County. And it is amazing what we find. Um, and then, you know, everyone's always asking us, are you guys going to cover certain cases around the country? Yes, we do. We do cover some that are around there. But there's so many true kind podcasters out there that, you know, do these nationwide stories that I feel like as a community, it's important for us to share. What it's is, different when it hits home, literally. Yeah, what's literally happening in our backyard. I think it's a good way to teach people that it's not just something on the news on the other side of the country that. You know, oh, that happens in Florida. That wouldn't happen to me. Like these things happen literally to your neighbor, to your coworker, to your kid's schoolmate. Like these happen everywhere around us. And we really do have to be alert and aware. And these aren't just stories that we say for entertainment. Yes, like they're entertaining to listen to. But the purpose is because somebody either lost their life or had their life changed by an event. And if anything good's going to come out of it, it's to stop someone else from experiencing the exact same journey or pain. So I just kind of want to make that known that like these are real people and they are real stories. And as the podcast grows, our hope is to be able to help these people in some way. So your guys' support helps us get a lot closer to that goal. Totally. 
and we enjoy doing the whole SBS, the small business spotlight. We love sharing, you know, small businesses out there. We all about it. Like we, yeah, we, we shop at, you know, local market brands and, you know, major chains, but we also enjoy showing the spotlight on the small businesses because we love them. They're, they're important for us. I love going out to meet small businesses when we meet the owner and we tell them like, oh, we have a podcast and we're trying to like, you know, spotlight you guys like the reactions we get are amazing. And it reminds me why we keep doing this. And I just I love small business in general. That's a great way to support now. If you're already going to go buy dinner, buy from an empanada spot. You're going to get your brows done. Go try Savage Beauty. She's amazing. Like, just keep supporting wherever you can, whether it's someone that we spotlight or not. Any small business can use the support. And if you know small businesses, please keep sending them. We have a list and we are just trying to get to these in an order where we're spacing them out so it's not every week the same type, but we have a lot coming and I'm so excited to cover these. Oh, totally. I totally agree. So uh, t- earlier today on Wednesday or no, today's Thursday. I didn't today's Thursday. So we asked for questions and some of the questions that you guys came up with uh, are inappropriate, but some are kind of like, all right, I'll ask those. So <laughs> somebody asked me, where's Tupac? Your guess is good as mine. I don't know where Tupac is. <laughs> He's probably buried. He's probably somewhere in Area 51. I don't know. In their defense, we did say ask us anything. <laughs> we didn't say we'd have the answer. We just said ask. I like this one. Who shot first? And then it was like Star Wars related. So, Oh, I was trying to think back to our cases. And I'm like, <laughs> which one? No, no, no. Who shot first? So it's like, oh, definitely Han Solo shot first. I'm not a Star Wars fan. So sorry. <laughs> this one's funny. I like this one. So. Should toilet paper be over or under? Ooh, I've asked you that too, and I always forget your answer. I've always so, heard it like beard or mullet. Mullets, beards are cool, mullets are not. So, so over. Toilet paper should be over because when the patent came out, the design showed it that it was over and not under. So if you are an under person, you're doing it wrong. If you're an over person, you got, it, you got the job right. It's one of those things where you didn't know you were doing it wrong the whole time. <laughs> Yes. Um, I like this one. If you could work in the just in the criminal justice system, what job would you want slash have? Ooh. I think I would want to be a prosecutor. Oh, that's a good one. I th- for me, I think I would like to be the bailiff. The bailiff? Yeah. No pressure. Just have no to stand pressure, there and take just it stand all there. In. You know what? And like, if I see someone get out, like out of line, and the judge is like, "You're out of order. Get out of my courtroom." I get to throw him out like a bouncer. You want to be the muscle? Yeah, oh. totally. <laughs> that is a really good one. Favorite and least favorite pizza toppings? Oh, mine are pineapple, jalapeno, and pepperoni. Yeah, but you know, you like to do. You like to take off the jalapeno of the actual pizza. You just want the actual taste and the flavor of the jalapeno on there. Why do you say like it's weird? Yes, I like it. It is weird. The jalapeno, and then I like it removed so that it leaves the flavor, but I don't have to eat the jalapeno. No, don't do that. Don't wuss out. Eat. I the make a little pepper. jalapeno graveyard on the side. So my favorite, uh, I like uh, Alfredo sauce, provolone cheese with chicken and bacon. That is my pizza right there. Honestly, the kids like your pizza way more than mine, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> My least favorite topping, though, that's a little more difficult for me to, to uh, 
obviously anchovies. If if you're like anchovies, ugh, like that's 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 grotesque. Like no, thank you. I just don't like veggies in general. So <laughs> anything that's not my pineapple pepperoni combo, I don't want it. Uh, all right, moving on. Next question. We have favorite sports moment. I know mine. Mine was well. I have I have a new one now. Actually, mine was the 2018. Game five World Series when the Red Sox beat the Dodgers. I was there for that. Favorite moment, right? Mm-hmm. So this last October when it was the NLDS here in Peco Park. Oh, that's my favorite sports moment so far. <laughs> that's the only one I remember. But oh my gosh. That was that night was amazing. <laughs> the rally goose being out in the pouring rain. The rain, oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. And everybody just celebrating like they won the World Series. But no, you guys stop it. We did not win the World Series. But it was still really exciting for the city. Oh yeah. It was it was it was an incredible time. I like this one next. Next question. Uh, with so many San Diego crimes, how do you choose which ones to put out and give us? I like that one. That's actually like a multi-part, but I think more than anything, it's based on the timeline. How many sources are out there and how long it takes to research each case. No lie, some cases take up to two to three weeks because of the amount of content and we want to cross-check and make sure that we're putting the most accurate things out there. So there's a lot of things that'll differentiate from one article to the next and we have to do our diligence and make sure that we can verify what we're saying or at least like have multiple sources back it up. Yeah, and then also too, like we like to switch it out a little bit where we don't like just doing things about murder or kidnappings, or just it, we like to try to switch it up where um, it's just not just one specific crime happening over and over again. A lot of the times they're kind of similar, but we do see certain stories, and it's like, oh, you know what? Like, we're not quite there yet for that one. Like, we have a couple coming up that we're like, oh, you know what? Like, this one was was coming up, and we have to do it. And that's what happened with the Maya, the Maya case. Like, everybody was, are you going to do it? Are you going to take care of it? It's like, yes, we will, but we're waiting for the right time, and the right time happened to be right at preliminary. And, and this- guys, let me tell you guys, it was the best decision we ever made with this podcast because not only did it make it easier for you guys to like catch up on your daily dose, but it helped us not mix it up with like if we had covered it back in like October and then trying to give a refresher and then having to do the preliminaries, it just wouldn't have made the same sense. No, and I'll give you credit 100% because this was all your idea. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't know if it's going to work out for us, but it did because, like you just said, we sat through the whole eight hours of preliminary hearing days, and we were able to simplify what we heard and listened to into like 20, 30 minute episodes for all of you guys to stay up to date with like what actually was said in the courtroom. And I found it really funny because a lot of the times we would go on to like these media news outlets. And all these major points that we wrote down on our notes, they would be talking about the same things too, especially NBC because they were the ones that aired it. Or what I loved is that we would include details that no other media found important, but to me, they stood out. And I think it kind of gave a more in-depth dive than what the mainstream was putting out. Like They were focusing on one point in the whole day where there was so many points that need to be brought up because they do change the light. So... It was just really awesome for all of us. The support on that was unreal. And totally. if you guys liked it and you guys like that style more or, you know, want me to do more of those, let me know. I really enjoyed it. I was a, I mean, it kept me busy for 
10 days. But it was really fun to be able to see the behind the scenes with the court and kind of get more of a better picture and then be able to like dissect that for you guys. Oh, totally. So if you guys want that, let me know and I can definitely try to work those in every now and then. Yeah. Like if there's a certain case coming up and you guys want us to try to see if there is a a hearing for it or a trial, then hey, shoot it our way and we'll look into it. Moving on. Our next and final question. Which was your favorite to research? I'll go first. My favorite one to research was the tale of Tank Man. So Sean Nelson driving the uh, uh, na- or the National Guard tank through uh, Claremont Mesa Boulevard, Balboa, everything. Like that's just such a strange case, and and it's very unique. And it's just the like, amount of people that listened and remembered that either being in the news or like you it, know just hearing about it from someone. Like I was very amazed. Mm-hmm. Because it it did it really did it made national headlines and it's just like one of those like going postal number nine and you know and it's like wow this is like we're top ten for going postal, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy. But what about yours, Angie? What was yours? My favorite was Search for Sullivan. I think it was my favorite to research because just when I thought I had it figured out, there was another pretzel thrown in there. Not only that, but also the fact that it was a two-parter because of the amount of information. It does tend to get overwhelming sometimes, but it also makes you realize that nothing is what it looks like ever. Oh, yeah, totally. And every article I read had a different nugget, and I just had to go around collecting these little nuggets to put into a package. And it was it was almost like reading like a mystery novel. Like I was just like, oh, my God, I can't figure this out. Like I thought I knew and now I don't. Yeah. Uh, and. You know, these last couple months, especially the start of the year, like doing our first interview, you know, with Amanda Quick, like that was amazing. That was our first actual interview with someone about telling them their story and, you know, the crime that they had a witness experience go through emotionally, you know, uh, it was amazing. So um, and I look forward to continuing our journey together. Uh, This podcast has, you know, it's only been seven months old, if that now. And I'm loving where it's going and we're going to keep it going this way and uh, stay with us. Keep it going. Um, I don't know what else to say, really, but thank you. Yeah. Thank you is my biggest thing to say to everybody that tunes in, whether it's once, 10 times, once a week. Thank you. Yeah. And especially to my family and friends. I, I owe, we we always are our sending... family and friends. You don't have to get so possessive. Just kidding. Mm, well, our. OK, yes, you're correct. Our family and friends. Uh, you know, we're sending like these posts and, you know, it, great feedback. I love it. Please, you know, message us, uh, DM us, suggestions, stories. Like like we said, SBS. In February, we got some special things coming in that we're working on. And then also later in the fall, we have the Larry case, Maya Miliate. So we're going to we're going to stay on to on top of it for you guys on that one for sure, because. We've already done the preliminary, so we're just going to keep it going. In the meantime, we have plenty of cases coming your way because there is no shortage of true crime in San Diego. But if there's one you really want to hear, please use the form that I'll be having on our link and put in a request form. If I get enough of those, it will move up the list or we'll get to it at some point for sure. And don't forget to like, share and follow. It really helps. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Tell me where.
in the world is crying in San Diego. Hey,